Because I Was a Bad Wife, a raw and compelling podcast which examines the life of one woman as she juggles her career with the demands of motherhood while seeking a beautiful life of her own. I'll share the truth of a broken relationship and how I've overcome heartbreak. I'm encouraging you to embrace every part of womanhood so you can find your very own beautiful chaos. I have such a special guest with us today. It is Dr. Peter Stapleton. Welcome, Dr. Peter. Thank you, Melinda. <laughs> Lovely to be here. No, I'm so ha- I'm so grateful for you being here today, and um, I just want to let you know about Peter. So, to give you a bit of an unbelievable bio of this phenomenal mum, Dr. Peter Stapleton has 25 years experience as a registered clinical and health psychologist, and she is currently the associate professor professor in psychology at Bond University here on the Gold Coast. So she is a local genius. Uh, In 2019, she was named Psychologist of the Year by the Australian Allied Health Awards. She is the world leading researcher in EFT, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. This is so phenomenal. And she has established herself as one of Australia's leading online health professionals. Her research focuses on psychological trials into therapies in the area of obesity and and weight management. And so we're going to be talking about those types of things today. And I'm just going to let Peter start talking now because I think I could go on and on and on about the trophies and accolades this amazing oh, woman has, but, you know, I'll let her talk now. So, Peter, welcome. <laughs> I was thinking my uh, grade 11 daughter is doing psychology and I'm like, would you like me to come in as guest speaker? She said, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, it's all good. They keep you real. They keep you real, those they, teenagers. <laughs> they certainly do. And yeah. both being t- having teenagers, us as mums, it's so lovely to spend time with you today. <laughs> oh, so Peter, absolute mind genius. Tell us about EFT. What is EFT? We've heard it around. Mm. I want to know more about it. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, which really doesn't mean much at all. Been around for about 45 years though, so certainly not new. But all it is is a stress reduction technique where we tap on acupuncture points on the face and the top half of the body, which people might be familiar with acupuncture and how that works. So instead of using needles, we just tap on those pressure points with a couple of fingers. And lo and behold, after 15 years of clinical trials, it reduces food cravings in minutes. And we've done two-year follow-up trials. These food cravings don't come back. So, of course, then people lose weight if that was a food that kind of undid them a lot. Yeah. But it's amazing. It just reduces the stress response in the brain, which I'm into anything that will work fast in our lives and something you can do on the run. So it's great. So you can actually do it in the car. I have. I always do it in the car. See, that blows my mind. (laughs) You're sitting in the car at the light. I'm tapping on my face. And you're tapping on your face. So with your two fingers. Now I've seen multiple spots. So if we were to do it right now, where would be the spot, the main spot we would tap on? Yeah, so there's a couple. So I can walk you through them. So if you're following me, I would just say, look, start at your eyebrow where the hair starts. Just tap a couple of fingers there. And you want to focus your mind on what it is that's stressing you or if it was a food craving 
morning, you know, your chocolate craving, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then we just go to the side of the eye. So we tap there. And again, we focus our mind. We might say, oh, this craving I'm having, you know, that kind of thing. Under the eye. So there's one under the eye there. That one's really good for nausea if you felt a little bit unwell, that pressure point. Under the nose, so we tap there and again we would say what else. It could be I'm so stressed at the moment or it could be something like, um, you know, my chocolate craving or I'm hanging out for a coffee, whatever it is. So we're yeah. repeating, we're repeating, we keep repeating the, repeating the, what it is. the, the yeah. problem. Yeah. We're not repeating, yeah. we're not changing it with the positive. No. We're repeating the problem no. while we tap it. That's right. So we're on okay. our chin point, everybody, but we chin might point, give you a hand yeah. out if you want to have a look. Um, under the collarbone. And I think that's what's so counterintuitive is most people are trying to change change to the positive and there's nothing wrong with that but we go no let's just go for the problem get rid of it then you'll feel more positive as a result okay under the arm and top of the head is the last one so there's only eight points okay only takes about you know a minute to go through them all you might only need three goes at all of them and particularly little kids they just skip out the door and nothing's bothering them anymore or whatever it might be so it can be used from age four to 104 so it is really a great one to be doing on the way to school. Oh, for any, example. Any, yeah, yeah, any time like that. If there's a little bit of anxiety, stress, kids mm. might have, you know, a test coming up or they just woke up tired and cranky. It's like, okay, let's do a little bit of tapping on the way to school, you know, just focus on what it is that you might feel and it's amazing how fast this thing works. I think it's because I'm naturally impatient that I was drawn yeah. to something that works quickly. Yeah. I think that's all yes. of us moms. We're like impatient on yep. the way to school or, yep. or just busy, busy, busy. And so yep. you're impatiently, like even while you're making a coffee, you're frothing that milk in the morning. Oh, you're like, no. come on. That's right. You yeah. could um, brush the teeth, do a little bit of tapping and start the day the way you want to start it. So I think it gives you so much control back, I think. So are we doing it in a calm manner? So as we, so we're thinking at the time about the problem. So let's establish that, I think, because I thought that we were thinking about the solution. So no, there we go. So we're yeah, thinking about the, the problem, problem as we're tapping and and then we're moving. We're letting it go through the tapping. It so through. it doesn't matter if you were in a state of fury or frustration or whatever when you start the tapping that's perfectly okay because that's the state you're in what you're aiming to get to is maybe five ten minutes later that you will naturally feel calm and we have done brain scan studies where we can see that stress center in the brain is actually calming down through the tapping on the pressure points wow yeah so are we breathing at a certain rate because yeah we 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 just say by the time you get to the top of your head which is 0.8 just stop take a breath check in see where it's at. We often say to people, look, give it a number out of 10. How bad is it? 10 the worst. And try to get down to a zero or a one, but that's just your subjective rating. So it's just up to you. Um, some people might say three rounds of tapping, that's enough. I'm good. I'm contained again. I can get back out there. Other people might want to spend an hour working through something. It just depends on what it is for that person in the moment. Okay. So say for a general, and I think many of us, so at night we're sitting down, we've had our cup of tea and, you know, that dessert craving is up. And Mm. I think that's the most, that's the time right there. Absolutely. So let's, so what would we do then? We would just start, begin the tapping then. So we're sitting down watching Married at First Sight, you know. (laughs) 
Oh, I don't know. Is that? I think that's. I think that's what everybody's Some, watching right now. Maybe Survivor. That. I'm not quite sure. But yeah. So we would sit there on the couch while we're drinking our cup of tea to stop us from wanting to go back yes. and grab the ice cream out or something that's at right. that time. And it is important that people might think, oh, am I going to make my craving worse by focusing on it? So some people are a bit kind of shied away by going, oh, no, now I'm going to focus on my ice cream craving. But it's the very act of being mindful and present with it and acknowledging it and then do the tapping that makes it go away. So just hang in there because it will go away. It might take kind of five or six rounds of tapping, but um, I promise you that's how it works. So the acknowledgement is okay. You're allowed to say, no, I have a craving for... Cheesecake right now. That's right. Oh, now I really want yeah. cheesecake. <laughs> oh, <Start> tapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so uh, well, that is awesome to know because now I can, you know, we can go on with those sorts of really basic steps towards that. So what's the research around that? So I know that you've, mm. you've we've spoken before multiple times on this, but I know, so what, how many people have success from doing tapping? Yeah, Absolutely. We've looked at the food craving weight area for about 15 years here in Australia. So we've certainly been the ones that took on that area. Um, What I can tell you is everybody has success outcomes with this tapping if they do the tapping. The only time people don't is if they don't do the tapping, which is kind of ironic, but I guess, you know, sometimes people fall into that. They come to us normally for eight weeks and we just do tapping for two hours a week and then we send them on their merry way sort of eight weeks later. But we check in with them six, 12 months and now two years down the track. And I can tell you what happens is we say, how's that food craving going? You know, they could have been eating 15 Kit Kats a day or bread rolls. And they look at you like, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't thought about Kit Kats for like the last two years. And they often don't attribute it to because they've forgotten. So the brain changes its pathway in even having any recognition of that food anymore because once it's gone, it's gone. And it doesn't seem to come back. So it's even more exciting, I think, the long-term follow-ups that actually show not just for food cravings, research has been done in trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, chronic pain, same outcomes. If the brain changes its experience of it, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to come back. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. And so many uses for, you know, for so many age categories. Um, So not just for us as mums, but for our kids and for our teens, for any type like we're talking about, for those anxieties around anything that's coming up. So one thing, another thing that I wanted to also ask you about, we talked about was, um, so how does it work for other things? Like, so menopause, we've Mm. got a lot of women at the moment talking about how menopause is affecting them. Mm. Um, Does it work for anything like that? Yeah, so anything physical as a symptom, and menopause has got a few of those. Obviously, we know women talk about hot flushes or extra headaches or body fatigue, that kind of thing. Anything like that that potentially might have any kind of emotional component to it will absolutely respond to tapping. I think, you know, and we talked about this, I know, a while ago, that menopause is a really interesting construct because there's certain cultures around the world that actually don't have a word for it, don't have a word for that breaking out and sweating, meaning their women in those cultures don't actually 
have any symptoms like that, which makes you wonder about the impact of our diet and our kind of cultural expectations. So any of that kind of thing too. My massage lady who I saw for many years used tapping all the way through her menopause symptoms, particularly things like hot flushes, and she used to just start tapping the moment she got her first sign of maybe her body heating up. And she used to tell me all the time that she absolutely thinks, and not only put the power back in her own hands, but she did something about it and she thinks that it actually quelled them and they used to dissipate and go away and she'd go on, wouldn't have to change her clothes because she wasn't kind of, you know, women do talk about, you know, they need to carry a spare set of clothes around Uh, in the car, that kind of thing. So I think anything, we've got lots of research about physiological outcomes with tapping. So anything like cortisol, extra cortisol in the body absolutely responds to tapping, that type of thing. We've done one of those studies at Bond University as well. One hour of tapping got a 43% reduction in the stress hormone. Wow. So if any of that's happening or at play with things like menopause, it's going to respond. Headaches, that type of thing, fatigue, you know, um, maybe life satisfaction because all that goes on around that time too. We, they call us the sandwich generation. I think we're kind of both heading there at the moment. Yeah. Where you kind of still got children that have demands on you but parents that are still alive and you're almost sandwiched in the middle mm. with responsibilities and that is a time that a lot of people start to question, what do I want to do for the rest of my time here or am I contributing the way I thought I would to the world? All those things can be explored with tapping to help help us feel better, help us, you know, fulfil what it is that we want to. Yeah. Yeah. So what about for, say, motivation? I know um, I get asked a lot about how to work on their personal motivation, the personal drive. How do you flip that mindset? So you've woken up in the morning, oh, I don't, I'm so tired, I want to sleep in. Will EFT work for that also? Like Mm. what would be something that would be a key you know, sentence to say at that time, like from yep. your point of view. Yeah, and it's definitely we've taught teenagers. We did a couple of school trials where we, particularly for motivation, taught these 15 year 10, year 10 students, 15 year olds about how to use it for motivation. So the main thing to remember is to acknowledge exactly how you feel. So if you are lacking motivation or if you are waking up in the morning and you didn't sleep well, that's the thing to do the tapping on okay. because the flip side of that is a natural increase in motivation or energy or you wake up and you're like, like we've had so much rain here, I've got to go and exercise, what am I, I don't want to, to do the tapping on that feeling that even though I don't want to go and do my exercise this morning, I don't feel motivated because you're trying to reduce that and get that sort of, I say, get the elephant out of the room. Mm. So you're trying to reduce that with your tapping, which leaves you in a state of feeling calm maybe composed, maybe more focused. And then you could do some positive tapping. So you can actually use it the other way after you've got rid of the negative bit. Okay. So you can actually then say words like, I choose to feel more motivated as you tap on the pressure points. We just say don't jump to that until you get rid of the other part first because it will mask it and it'll still be lurking in the background if you are unmotivated and try to trick yourself so just get rid of what's going on first then do some positive tapping of I choose I like the I choose statement I Mm. choose now to Mm. go about my day in this Mm. you know mindset that kind of thing so the teenagers really liked that because it kind of links to setting goals and things like that too so they they did really well in our school trials because they really cottoned on how it could work for them to get what they wanted so it's a nice way in. Yeah. So we're saying, I acknowledge that I feel tired this morning. 
it's okay that I feel tired this yeah, morning. That's right. So we're making that, you know, we're saying it's okay that we're here in this space. Yeah. And then we're able to move forward from that's that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just tap as long as you want to until maybe you feel a shift or you might run out of time. But to just do maybe five minutes of tapping could radically change the outcome of your day. And to know that I can actually do something about this. I'm not at the mercy of my mindset or my mood or the weather. Mm. I can actually change this and I don't just have to try and do positive thinking when that's not cutting it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that whole big I that's choose right. to be happy this morning. You know, sometimes you like you can't. Well, I can't yeah. be because this is what's happened so it's I acknowledge. Happening. I yeah. acknowledge. And I think that's probably what's really lovely about this because mindfulness is very similar. And for the first time ever in some of our groups we run, women, particularly women, acknowledge for the first time how they really feel. Mm. Um, we're actually running a, a trial at the moment for cancer patients through yeah. our university where we're supporting them in going through their treatment. And just last week, for the first time ever, this woman acknowledged and she was very angry at a health professional who told mm. her a lump under her arm was nothing and she mm. believed him and she didn't go and have it checked out and in the end it was stage four breast cancer. Wow double mastectomy and she was tapping and she said I've always been the good girl trying to keep a positive face mm. and you know what I'm furious that he said that to me and so that's what we tapped on yeah. and she got to a real space of sort of self-compassion and she was able to let it go you know, and that's it was just exactly yeah. where it starts, isn't it? Is yeah. that acknowledgement so you can let it go so then you can move forward on. And I think as women and particularly as busy mums, we tend to just hold that inside us and we don't want to let it go. We don't want to lose face. We don't want anybody to see us in any broken oh, no, stage. I think there's too much perfection kind of that gets, oh. you know. Oh. <laughs> we, should, we should be these perfect working Mums oh, yeah. and professionals and everything's great and we're so positive and it's like, well, not always. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> not always. Yeah, and finally yeah. we're allowed to say that now, you know. That's right. Okay, so possibly you are sitting in the car right now and so, Peter, I want to go through with you the exact positioning on our face of where we need to tap because – you know, right now we could have kids in the back of the car and I know you, mum, you are thinking about what's happening this afternoon, who has to pick up, who has to do that. So let's go into a bit of calm mode right now. Yep. So obviously you want to keep one hand on the wheel and we want to do this at the traffic lights, okay? Okay. Peter, can you describe yeah, where we would start with? Yeah, great. So probably the first thing is for our listeners, just take stock of where you're at right now. So wherever you are listening to this, maybe let's just talk about, you know, overwhelm or stress level at the moment. So if you were just to kind of acknowledge and really, you know, just your truth right now of how strong is that for you? You might feel it physically, you might just guess. And if we gave it a number out of 10, so zero would be no, I'm completely calm, but 10 is like I'm ripping my hair out. <laughs> just give it a guess, you know, you don't have to tell anyone, but what's that number out of 10? And that's our starting point. Now, acknowledging really what's going on, we often do with a quick sentence and we would just say, look, even though I do feel really stressed at the moment, and maybe it's an eight out of 10, I accept this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. So that's a typical sentence. And you can just say that in your mind. So even though I feel really stressed, so just acknowledge what it is. I accept this is how I feel. And now if we go into the tapping, we tend to use our dominant hand and just the first two fingers on our hand. Okay. So I'll walk through 
through everybody. What I want you to think about, or if you could say out loud, we just say one or two words to keep us mindful. And that's normally the feeling. So we'll just say really stressed for this purpose. So the first one is the start of the eyebrow and it's just where the hair starts. So you're just tapping there with two fingers and you would just say in your mind or out loud, I'm really stressed. So we're just really acknowledging that here. So I'm really stressed. And you're just tapping gently. You don't need to feel anything physically. The next one is the side of the eye where it dips in. So you can sort of feel next to your eye there. It's sort of got a little bit of a hollow temple. temple. And again, we would say really stressed. I feel really stressed. So and remember, are we breathing like into our nose at yeah, this time? just wherever it feels comfortable. We're not necessarily focusing on just keep breathing. We don't want you to stop yeah. breathing. <laughs> the next one is under the eye and it's on the bone that's sort of on that bone under bone. the eye there, cheekbone. And as we tap there, we say, I feel really stressed. So we're just acknowledging all the time the feeling. What this is actually doing is sending a signal back to the brain though to calm down. Now, the next one is directly under the nose. And again, same thing. I feel really stressed. So this is point number four. The next one is on the chin and it's the crease just under your lips there. So the crease of the chin and again, still acknowledging I feel really stressed. The next point is find the end of your collarbone. So just find where the end is and come down about an inch. Mm -hmm. So just about an inch. There's a little hollow there as well. So that's the next point. And again, I'm really stressed. The next one is under the arm and that tends to be about four inches under the armpit. If you're wearing a bra, ladies, it'll be the top bra strap. Okay. That's the most perfect way to yeah. find it. Okay. Again, really stressed. And the last one is the dead centre of the head. So even if you used a flat palm there and just tapped and said dead centre of my head. Mm-hmm. And look, if I'm driving in the car, I'd probably leave that one out because people might be looking at me weirdly <laughs> by this point. But that's the last point. Maybe you're playing a game. That's right. So... We would take a deep breath at that point just to sort of check in with ourselves, think about what it was that we were stressed about or the day ahead and go, how do I feel now? So that's only one round of tapping. But how do I feel now? Has it been a slight shift in that number out of 10? If not, just repeat it a few more times. It's literally that simple. If you wanted to change the word that you were saying because it wasn't quite stressed, it was a different word, absolutely change the word to whatever Mm -hmm. it is exactly. Really works the best if we're very specific to our own. And you can do it internally in your own head. You don't have to say it out loud. And I do know some people like to tap with both hands on both sides of the face and you can do that as well. It doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can do yeah. both if you Does like. that work faster? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> Everybody asks that. So <laughs> well, it has no double effect. <laughs> but it just sometimes people like to be balanced and that's yeah. okay. Well, not while you're driving though, but, <laughs> no. you know, at home, at while home. you're washing up, yes. you know, with suds on your hands, that's maybe right, you could be doing it you then. You can race off to the bathroom and sit on the toilet tapping. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only quiet place sometimes. Yeah, or in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is excellent. So yes. I'm also picturing doing that with the kids at the same time. Mm. So once you had, you know, spoken to your own children about it, you could absolutely do that at the same time. Mm. when you are in that situation. Yeah, young kids tend not to even question it. So they'll, if you say, look, I'm going to show you how to do this thing, it'll just make you feel better. Often they'll do it and after a couple of, they'll go, oh, I feel really good now and they race off and you're kind of left a bit bewildered. It works very fast on small children. I guess they don't have the layers of adulthood behind them yeah, yeah, yeah. yet. So the it works quite fast. That, yeah. That's right. And yeah. teens, you know, teens might feel like you're a bit of a wacko because you're tapping <laughs> on your face, <laughs> tapping, you know. Yeah. And even my girls who I was tapping before they were born, so it's been Mm -hmm. in their life their whole life. 
And I might say to my 16-year-old, would you like to do some tapping because she's had a peer friendship issue or something at school Mm -hmm. and she'll go, no. And I'll say, well, is it okay if while you're talking to me, I tap on myself in front of you? And she often says, you can do whatever you like. But what happens there is when she's watching me tap, her mirror neurons fire through her eyes. Wow. And mirror neurons give you the experience that it's happening to you. So I'm actually inadvertently having an effect on her by having her watch me tap. So top tip for parents, um, just say, well, can I tap while you talk to me? And they're like, sure, do whatever you like. And you're actually going to have their mirror neurons fire so what tends to happen with my two is eventually they might start tapping with me but yeah yeah well well, definitely yeah definitely walk around the house tap they won't think you're so weird if they're kind of used to you doing it as a as a parent so is it better if you're looking in the mirror? Do you get a double dose if you're looking in the well, mirror at the same point. time? If you do watch yourself tap, your own mirror neurons will fire. So it may. I've never done a study on that. But well, let's do a really study good. on that. Look at that. Yes, that yes, yes a new study. Does it work faster? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's about speed. I know. I know it's so a, terrible. It's what is wrong with our we world? we need to slow down. Slow down. Okay. Oh, that is amazing. I love the idea of that. So say that again. What is it, the mirror? Mirror neurons. So they're neurons neurons in the brain and this discovery was only probably in the last 15 years Mm. where they found it's how culture evolved so fast was humans are the only species outside of animals that can watch another human do an act, perhaps skin a bear or whatever Mm. it might be, and learn how to do it without having to go through it themselves. And it was mirror neurons that explained that, that you can just watch and learn. But mirror neurons are also responsible. They're using it in uh, phantom limb research Mm. where someone's lost a limb. They use mirror boxes where if they stroke the other arm, it's like the arm that's missing that they see in the mirror box is working. It's mirror neurons that explain. So there's some amazing medical advances that are occurring with this, but it's also why it dissolves the barrier between you and I you think you're being tapped on if you watch me tap so I'm using it to its full effect yes you definitely are (laughs) and so what about on your partner yeah. So for husbands or, yes. you know. Yeah, I always thing. say, because people when they cotton on to, wow, this can work for anything, yeah. anything with stress, is if you say you have, I'll give you a personal example because he'll never listen to this podcast. No, 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 he um, <laughs> So if your partner has an irritating behaviour, yeah, oh, yeah. which I'm well, sure nobody can relate anymore, to that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it irritates you. I always say to people, yes, if your partner wants to tap on that himself, that's great, but you can actually tap on your own reaction to it and they will change. Now, I'll give no. you an example. I know. So this is some years ago. My I used to be standing at the kitchen sink or whatever it might be and my husband would walk up and tap me on the leg because he'd want to get to the bin that was under the yeah. cupboard. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I had this out of proportion response to him tapping I guess it was an impatience thing but the girls started to do it to me as well (gasps) so they wouldn't say anything they would just tap me on my leg and I swear to god I could stab them all in Mm -hmm. that moment Mm because my reaction was so severe I asked them multiple times can you please stop doing that just say to me I need to get to the bin but don't tap me on the leg because it gave me such a physiological Mm. response and I thought I've got to tap on this because none of them are changing by me asking So I went and tapped on whatever the feeling was. I can't quite remember now, but just I don't know where it came from, but I was just having a really out of proportion response. Anyway, to this day, all three of them stopped doing it. And I say to them, do you remember you used to tap me on the leg? And they're like, oh, yeah. And they just sort of look at me like, 
but I swear I've done it so many times where I tap on my reaction to my husband's irritating behaviour and he just stops doing it. It just so stops. you're in, are you in front of him while no, so you're tapping no, on your off, face? I can go off by myself. I'm just tapping on me, like my reaction, and then he stops. It's almost like the the magnet that might be there between you and your partner or mm. you and your child. Mm. So it makes it even as a mum or whatever that if you've got a child that does something that really gets you goat kind of thing. Yeah. If you remove your aspect, so your own personal reaction, they often just stop doing that behaviour. It's so, amazing. So when I go into my son's room and there's <laughs> yes. undies and socks oh, all on the yes. floor and I'm like, they've been on you all day, mate, yes. I can go and tap on you my tap face on and I can say, feelings. I am yeah. not affected. Or, no, <laughs> no what you've am got I to I'm affected. Yeah, yeah. I, what am I going I to say? I hate this. I don't know. What is it? I, what do you hate? Oh, it's teenage yep. stink. Oh, stink. Oh, it stinks. So just say stink. that it stinks. Can't yeah. believe he doesn't. You can say whatever you like. I can't believe he just and, and tap on my me. face and and they're going to disappear. Well, I'm you'll get karma. The karma get you karma. get. <laughs> no, but he'll stop. You'll suddenly go. How come he's putting them in the wash? That's weird. No way. Yeah, come back to me. I'm. I'm definitely. That's your going, experiment. That I am done. All that right. is it. That's my Love challenge it. right there. There you go. <laughs> So talking, going back to my son's bedroom, is it actually the tapping on the face or is it just the mindset flip or what is it? Yeah, and um, I think for, you know, a good 20 years we were all asking the same question. We've now since had so many studies come out and it's really good when studies are done by people who aren't practitioners in the field uh, because they can be quite sceptical. And so they did what's called dismantling studies where they pulled apart all the components of tapping, like the words we say. So we're being really present and mm. mindful and acknowledging, is it that that just makes the difference? Is it tapping on the known pressure points, which Harvard Uni has mapped the whole body and they're the ones that tell you where all the pressure points are? But what if you tap on sham points, like points that are not known? So there's acupressure points everywhere, but they're not everywhere. So say the forehead mm. hasn't got any acupuncture points in it. So if you tap there or the inside of your arm, and that's not a, that's a sham point. That's a, okay. like, does it work if you still say the same words? So there's been about half a dozen of those studies that have been done. Um, some also tapped on like a doll versus yourself, like that okay. kind of thing. Ultimately, what it all came down to, um, and funnily enough, the title of the paper is, you know, is tapping on acupressure points, the active ingredient. And the answer is you actually have to hit the acupressure point okay. that's known in Chinese medicine for it to work. So then we sort of had brain scan studies, fMRI studies that showed the brain lighting up when tapping's done versus not tapping on okay. true pressure points. So it turns out and sometimes that placebo kind of word gets raised too. Placebo requires belief. So for you to take a tic-tac but believe it's medication okay. and you might get a response, you need to believe it. Mm. Uh, tapping actually works for people that don't believe because as oh, long wow. as you hit the pressure point and say what's going on, then it's not placebo at play because if you don't believe it, my husband was one of these, so he's an yeah. engineer and kind of went, what What are you on about? Um, anyway, he gave up a... a picnic bar the chocolate yeah. bar yeah, yeah he came home and said I'm eating one of those every day and I'm like well let's try this thing and he's like it mm. won't work and I'm like let's do it anyway mm. anyway that was about 11 years ago so he can't eat picnic bars but yeah so it doesn't require any belief in it and it does seem to be from the research that we've got uh it's the actual components of tapping on the pressure point and acknowledging what's going on that the amygdala the stress center in the brain actually calms down when we look at it underneath the brain scan 
Wow. So, Oh, so much information that Peter has given us today and so much really key points that are going to be helpful for every mum, every busy woman, every child, every new, every husband. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're both laughing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. Peter Stapleton, it has been phenomenal having you here today and thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge. How can we connect with you? How can we find out more about EFT? Yeah, um, my website, peterstapleton.com, so that's P-E-T-A, Stapleton, in the show notes, .com, has lots of handouts, lots of bits and pieces, lots of free resources. People can download free e-books, things like that, um, show the diagram, how to do the tapping, and there's also a video there of me leading uh, someone who's brand new. So have a look at that. All the socials, of course, with teenagers these days, as parents, we need to be on all the socials. Absolutely. So Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, the full works, just Peter Stapleton. Because I Was a Bad Wife, a podcast by Belinda Norton. 